Good morning. Welcome to North Clay's Daily Devotionals as we continue our look um, and read through the scriptures in a year. This morning we start the fourth book of the Bible, the book of Numbers. And interestingly, the, the book of Numbers, we uh, have that in our Bible as its name because of the census that is taken at the very beginning and again towards the end. But in the Hebrew Bible, the name that the numbers comes from is actually translated in the wilderness or wilderness wanderings, which is where we find ourselves as the book of Num Numbers opens up. From Exodus 19, when the Israel was exiled from the Exodus from Egypt, and they make their way through the Red Sea, and they arrive at Sinai. Through the book of Leviticus and into the beginning of the book of Numbers, that's where we find Israel. They are still at the Sinai wilderness. Thirteen months roughly have passed since the exodus from Egypt. The law has been given and the tabernacle has been built. So God is preparing Israel to depart from Sinai and to make the transition and the journey to the land of promise. So in chapter 1, as it opens up, verses 1 through 46, we get the census of Israel's warriors. Each uh, male from the age of 20 and up is numbered from each tribe. Verse, chapter 1, verses 46 through 54, we find the Levites are exempted from this census. The Levites are set apart for temple service. Chapter 2 begins, and we see the arrangement of the camps. Again, God is preparing Israel to depart and make the journey to the Promised Land. Chapter 3, verses 1 through 24, we see the generations of the priests and the Levites are given. Verses 25 through 39, the duties of the priests are given. And verses 3, uh, verses 40 through 51, the redemption of the firstborn is laid out for us. And then we get to chapter 4, which is as far as we're going to go this morning. The duties of the Kohathites are given in verses 1 through 20. The duties of the Gershonites are given in verses 21 through 28. And then the duties of the Merites, verses 29 through 49. Today, for our purposes, what we're going to take a look at is the last two verses of chapter 1, which is verses 45 and 46. So we'll read, So all the numbered men of the sons of Israel by their fathers' households from 20 years old and upward, whoever was able to go, to go out to war in Israel, even all the numbered men were 603,550. Now, when we look at this number, that's a great number. Again, remember, this is the only the men are numbered from the ages 20 and up, fighting age men. So it's been estimated that to kind of get a perspective of what we're looking at and the amount of people that have made this journey thus far and will continue the journey, it's been estimated that the total number of Israelites were upwards of a million to a million and a half. And uh, to give a little bit of perspective, it's kind of uh, how I kind of try to look at these things. The Birmingham metro area consists 
of, uh, is laid out as seven counties that surround the city of Birmingham. And as of the last census, the total population of those seven counties is one, just over 1.2 million people. This is a great number of people that have made this journey out of Egypt. So you can imagine the complications that arise with leading such a large number of people through the wilderness. But what also we see here is, is uh, you don't have a numerology that these numbers have any significance other than, I believe, it shows God's continued promise that he made, back, uh, made to Abraham back in Genesis chapter 12 and then again in Genesis 15. Let's take a look at uh, Genesis 12 verses uh, 1 through 3. We see that in Genesis 12, And Yahweh said to Abraham, Go forth from your land and from your kin and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. And I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great. And so you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth will be blessed. And then we look again at 15. Chapter 15, verses 5 and 6. And he brought him outside and said, Now look toward the heavens and number the stars, if you are able to number them. And he said to him, So shall your seed be. Then he believed Yahweh, and he counted it to him as righteousness. So in those two promises to Abraham, we see this for God's continuing fulfilling of this promise that he made to Abraham, which is the father of the nation of Israel. This is a great number of people that even in slavery... God has not only preserved this nation, but He has multiplied them greatly under hard circumstances. And as we look even closer to the promise made to him in uh, Abraham in chapter 15, He tells him that they will be uh, sojourners in a land that is not theirs for 400 years. Well, where do we find them? As they exit, exit Egypt some 400 years after they arrive, um, when Jacob uh, is brought by Joseph to Egypt. So we see God is continuing His promise and we see again the fulfillment of it and how it points to Christ which is the purpose of all of Scripture. We should always ask without forcing it but always ask how does this point to Jesus? Well we look in Galatians 3 where Paul uh, gives us a hint in verse uh, chapter 3 of Galatians verse 15 through 18. Brothers, I speak in human terms even though it is only a man's covenant, yet when it has been ratified no one sets it aside or adds conditions to it. Now the promises were spoken to Abraham and to his seed. He does not say and to seeds as referring to many but rather one. And to your seed, that is Christ. And what I am saying is this, the law which came 430 years later does not invalidate a covenant previously ratified by God so as to abolish the promise. For if the inheritance is by law, it is no longer by promise, but God has granted it to Abraham through promise. We see here that God's faithful to the nation of Israel here in Numbers, and we see that it is a foreshadowing and a continuation of the promise that will be fulfilled in Christ. All of this has always been pointing to Jesus 
and he is the perfect fulfillment of this promise.